Welcome to Amateur Cricket Box, the ultimate cricket enthusiast heaven. In this episode, we'll cover the buzz around the Asia Cup, dive into the much-anticipated clash between India and Pakistan this Sunday, and offer a sneak peek into the upcoming World Cup. And we'll also see where all the teams stand in their journey towards the victory. So this is your Amateur Trio again. My, myself, Kalyan, alongside I have Jaya and Pada with me today. We are here to take you on an unforgettable journey in the world of World Cup. If you are a die-hard cricket fan or just joining us, we are here to fuel your cricketing passion. So why wait? Let's dive in. What's the most exciting thing happened in this Asia Cup, guys, so far? A couple felt of things. That rain. <laughs> Actually, uh, that Afghanistan match was good. What I think two guys? things. I think two things stand out. One is the Afghanistan massive fuck up. The second thing is. You know, the first India versus Pakistan game, uh, which got washed away after the Indian innings. These two are the <laughs> most, uh, these two are the most uh, standout things so far. But everything which has happened before yesterday, I think yesterday whatever happened took precedence over them. Like uh, India managed to get a reserve day exclusively for only India Pakistan game and not for any yeah, other man. game in the tournament. And rightly so, Bangladesh and Afghanistan, sorry, Bangladesh and uh, Sri Lanka have expressed their displeasure, and rightly so. I really, really hope that uh, no reserve day should be uh, availed, but just finish the game tomorrow itself. Yeah, remember while, during our childhood, we used to just go out there, play for batting, and just come back home. It reminded <laughs> me of that. It reminded me of these those days, you know. After that washout with uh, Pakistan, it was actually funny. How it happened? Yes, and we also talked about this is the much anticipated Asia Cup, you know, given the history. And apart from that, India doesn't have a good history with the reserve days as well. You know what I'm talking oh about? Oh boy! Don't remind me of that. Don't remind me of that. That's a huge nightmare, man. India was this New Zealand, but, and India was this England. But one thing stand out. Yeah, but one thing stand outs to me is that Afghanistan was not able to employ a statistician. And they were not ready when walking out into the field. I mean, look at the board; they are really poor, but they are producing some high-quality cricket over there. Ah, uh, yeah, you could you could blame, but they also had Jonathan Trott as their uh, coach. Jonathan Trott, one of the you know stalwarts of English cricket back then, and uh, he himself admitted that they weren't informed of the revised equations. Like even in case Afghanistan failed to finish out the game between so and so overs, they still had a chance if they finished off with a four or a six. These are like uh, uh, absolute nerd materials, nitty gritties in cricket. I think even the best of the best miss out. Uh, if you go, if you go a few years back in the 2003 World Cup, home World Cup for South Africa. They had Mark Boucher and Lance Klusner batting, and they still managed to screw up the chase against Sri Lanka, uh, despite having all the resources, despite having one of the greatest finishers in the game in Lance Klusner. South Africa just could not um, proceed to the Super Six stage back then. So these things happen, but uh, it's unfortunate. Afghanistan really deserved a spot in the Super Four uh, because the way they have played. And simply because the passion and the diversity they bring, uh, they bring to the world stage of cricket. I know why Trot was not aware of this because he's still reeling from the bowling from Mitchell Johnson that he played against. You know, I have a curious question, guys. Uh, do you think empires have a role over there in informing the Afghanistan team about the? You know repercussions and uh, the probabilities. Do you do you think uh, empire have a, empire has a role over there? 
good question absolutely really good question this is something i'm not too sure the empire empire should be held liable against uh, but i think before the chase begins i think before the match even started uh, both the teams were aware of what they had to do to proceed to the super four stage considering the net run rate coming into the picture so i'm not sure if the empire should be uh, responsible for this but it's a good question i think we'll come back in the next episode and uh, next episode with the answer we'll dig in a little deep and i'm pretty sure we'll find the answer to it but it's also rightful that the match referee should communicate with both the teams i'm not sure who the concerned team management should be approached to mm. in regards i know that's a middle in the middle of the game but how the communication goes on and the channelizing yeah that's a good question yeah and last right. things last i think the uh, i think it was number 11 afghanistan batsman who blocked out a couple of full tosses all they need was a single and get rashid khan on strike and let him uh, let him have one final swing i i can't believe that they blocked out couple of full tosses and they still managed to lose a game where they had the game in their hand and they could have really qualified further yeah tough luck for afghanistan hopefully hopefully uh, so yeah we'll see afghanistan back again and i'm really hoping that uh, they have a really uh, good world cup yes but the most anticipated thing that we are having this sunday it's india versus pakistan last game we have seen that it's a washout but india managed to only score 258 runs the similar score that they scored in 2011 world cup yeah you yeah, could man. say You, it, it was a touch and go game i'm not sure what would have happened if pakistan uh, started their chase uh, without the rain interference it would have been a really good match we really missed out on a actual amazing context considering that bumrah was back and siraj is in great form yeah opportunity lost but uh, tomorrow i hope there's no more deja vu there's no more uh, no more shades of uh, 2019 semi final 2021 world uh, t20 game and the games which followed uh shahin shah afridi haris rauf and asim shah absolutely bowling thunderbolts in this uh, asia cup they seem to be in top notch form it's going to be a test for the indian top order once again yes and my bad on the score it was 266 but it is still a very low score compared to the batting lineup that pakistan has got it's not only about the top 4 they also got good all-rounders and the good iftikhar ahmed coming into the picture as a you know striker in the death overs it was going to be an amazing match that day but unfortunately it didn't you know take place but uh, I, i think kalyan i felt that you know the uh, conditions in sri lanka are always favorable to bowlers a bit and uh, yeah it would have been a as pata said it would have been a touch and go contest you india had an equal opportunity uh, considering bumrah back and uh, with their bowling attack with uh, aksar uh, with aksar aksar was not there i guess i guess it was kuldeep with kuldeep uh, i think it would have been a good contest between a bat and ball i feel somewhere i feel it would be 60 40 in favor of india considering the pakistan's history of chasing they're not a good chasing squad so yeah but uh, anyway it, it's all about if and buts but it i mean the next game is going to be crucial this game is going to be a real testament for india and both pakistan as well but um, much things are focused on indian side uh, how their lineup is going to be because they have a left hander ishan kishan coming into the place and all the talks been around like kl rahul should be replaced by ishan kishan at number 5 because he's been striking the ball well what do you feel about it i mean i personally feel it's i mean ishan kishan is striking the ball really well and that was a 
terrific knock under pressure man uh, the way he batted he just started counter attacking pakistan bowlers as gill is not in a great touch right now maybe india should give a break to gill and ishan kishan being a good opener maybe try ishan kishan as an opener and put kl rahul in the middle order as usual maybe that could work maybe they should try this one because yeah uh, ishan kishan is a terrific opening batsman good that you brought up about gill because he scored a double hundred he scored a multiple you know 50s but as gautam gambhir mentioned you never go with the name you never go with the credibility it's all about the form right so ishan kishan oh, could still open and kl rahul can still bat at number 5 so we'll have to see what rahul dravid and rohit sharma has in mind for their lineup and how their initial stages of the world cup is going to be i have a slightly yeah. different opinion here because let's all be honest like this is probably kishan's only knock under pressure against a high quality opposition uh, this is his, the he scored an 80 Definitely odd in in proper conditions and in proper pressure i think this is the only time he stood up ishan kishan it's not that he had a lot of opportunities but amongst the opportunities he had this has been his best knock set aside is 200 against bangladesh which which doesn't really uh, didn't really create an impact which we all hoped for but uh, <clears throat> so far in his short career this has been his best knock whereas kl rahul he played uh, he ever established himself as a proper number 5 right when india were struggling to have that stability and that uh, finish in the middle order kl rahul kl rahul really stood up uh, in that phase it's unfortunate that he's out of an injury and <clears throat> credit when it's due and he should have his opportunity once he's back i know kishan is also in red hot red hot form it's going to be tough to accommodate both but as baskar really nicely pointed out it's gill who should be replaced with kishan rather than rahul replacing kishan exactly because we are also looking for that firepower down the order that's the main reason as a backup we have hired surya kumar yadav into the squad and we have hardik pandya and ishan kishan so it's quite stringent there everyone is at a race to hit sixes and fours i don't know who is going to play as much as in the match but they they all play a similar role yeah the similar style of batsman i think the one player which is currently flying under the radar is rohit sharma i, I do not remember the last time he, he scored runs under pressure because i i, I saw i saw the game uh, again i saw live the game against uh, pakistan last time around when rohit batted and he was visibly slow uh, he was slow to react and shaheen shah beautifully set him up three balls seeming away from him and the one which comes in boom that's that's the that's the death warrant to rohit sharma i think rohit sharma needs to like really step up before the world cup he needs to hit the form uh, virat kohli he looked crisp uh, in a short stage unfortunately that he got an inside edge with uh, ricocheted into his stumps so the one player which i would like to watch tomorrow score runs is rohit sharma skipper exactly he hasn't been able to produce a you know impactful knock after taking captaincy and i've never seen him playing knockouts as well so that is something he has to take a responsibility as a captain and as an opening ba- batsman as well because we cannot really focus on virat kohli scoring runs and all the down number 4 batsmen shreyas are coming into the picture and it's also about how we are going to do things differently in this world cup right uh, yeah, man, since man. Uh, you know we yeah since like since uh, you know the batting order seems to be 
you know uh, fairly reasonably uh, settled in a, in a sense that kishan is getting runs and uh, you know uh, gill will hopefully get into the form i think the one thing which india needs all india also needs to sort is their bowling lineup do we play shami do we play siraj do we play two spinners or one seamer that's going to be interesting to see it's going to be subject to conditions but what do you all think like what should be india's combination as far as the bowling is concerned for tomorrow's game I feel India should go with Kuldeep as the spinner as usual, and you got Jadeja. Uh, Bumrah is your prime bowler. You can't change Bumrah. Siraj, and the only spot is left between Shardul and uh, Shami. I I felt you know Dravid went with uh, Shardul because he thought he needs a bit more backing up in the batting lineup, and that's the reason he went with Shardul. Uh, you know he just, I mean he's that sort he falls he's not a proper all rounder but he is like a ajdagarkar sort of a player right you know it's like i can't say bits and pieces that's again controversial but you know he's like ajdagarkar <laughs> sort of a player if he strikes he strikes good if he doesn't it doesn't at all he's got a decent bowling stats as well and i want to point what harsha bogle has tweeted recently if your top 7 batsmen are not getting runs i'm not expecting that the other four will do and we cannot expect that right and it also depends upon when shardul thakur is walking into this grease if it's you know 60 for 5 or maybe you know he he might come into the picture like how he has played yeah. innings versus australia or even shami yeah, can hit it out of the yeah, park okay. it also depends upon the nature of the game the conditions of the game when they are walking in but shami yeah. offers a amazing pace as we all know and shardul is still nagging between 130 and 135 but shami plays a key role given the experience that he carries rightly so i yeah. think there's too much being spoken about load order lower order runs and what should be who should bat at number 8 and uh, later on but the problem is not with the lower order getting runs i think the problem is the middle order failing to stand when it's needed uh, that's the problem india has i think india is addressing wrong issues while strengthening their lower order with you know uh, bowling all rounders or the players who can bat as well rather than going out for pure out and out match winners in uh, in the bowling department india is slightly missing a trick they should really stick to bumrah shami siraj combination and play a spinner with jadeja obviously being in the top 7 that should be india's uh, uh, combination in not only for tomorrow's game but in the world cup which follows you know it's important to strengthen the uh, middle order the lower middle order uh, but not really to have players who can bat 8 9 10 they do a 50 50 job with both bat and ball that doesn't really solve a purpose yeah maybe they're just getting carried away with how england squad is like you know they got batting until level 10 see i think yes but the, the the thing with england is uh the thing with england uh, is like you know they're not really concerned with picking up 10 wickets they are really concerned with scoring 350 400 run targets you know anything the bowler uh, any any score which the bowler restricts they england will be more than happy i think that's a team built for chasing uh, it's going to be interesting to see how are they going to defend but you never know they might score 400 and the bowlers might defend till 390 and the still england might win by 10 runs so that's how their team is structured per se uh, they don't have an out and out strike bowler because archer is not playing the world cup so it's going to be interesting to see who is england out England's out and out strike bowler in spinning department or in the pace bowling department. Uh yeah, you're right. Uh, teams are uh, teams are looking at England how they have structured their lineup especially in the 50 over format to bat as deep as possible. 
Yes, and, and one more thing, uh, we also have to look at the other matches man, for Rangat Bumrah. <laughs> oh yeah, n- nice feeling that uh, you know yeah. he came back as soon as it's done. But yeah, that's a special moment for him. Hopefully, yes, hopefully, uh, hopefully the new offspring uh, brings a lot of luck to Bumrah. And uh, yeah. speaking of offsprings, I think if you remember David Warner's golden run in the. mid 2010s was because he had like uh, two daughters born and he scored a 100 each time a daughter was born and oh, uh, hopefully and hopefully no, uh, uh, bumrah also you know gets uh, gets gets in that zone and it ha- and it really contributes to indian performance in the world cup <clears throat> and one more area of concern which i would like to talk about is india's fielding it was really sloppy in match against nepal especially in first 10 overs they dropped around 3 catches 3 to 4 catches and uh, those were not difficult ones to be honest especially the one which kohli got and also the one which ishan got it was straight into the hands man and you can't mess that up at international stage you can't even mess that up at street level stage to be honest those are the that simple catches you know if they need to probably work on their fielding and the stats were also shown on the tv uh, saying that you know india has dropped most number of catches since 2019 world cup they are like second from bottom and the last was afghanistan that's a really poor stat thankfully thankfully those drop catches didn't come in costly but again the top side i think that's going to bite bite their back all your yeah. questions will be answered this sunday let's wait for them Yeah, yes, but we also of, have to look. Yep. Yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of World Cup, that's the bigger picture. Like Asia Cup is just an appetizer for the World Cup. The in the world of cricket, Australia has announced their 15-man squad. So did England and uh, so did New Zealand. So did South Africa too. Uh, I think all the teams have announced their preliminary 15-15-member uh, squads. Uh, Australia currently playing against South Africa. They have really played well in the first one day, uh, considering they were 113 or 90 for six at one stage, and they were chasing 220 odd against a really good South African attack. Kudos to them. Uh, yesterday, New Zealand simply walloped uh, England. I think yeah, New Zealand cantered home with like an eight wicket, eight wicket victory. Devon Conway and Darrell Mitchell scoring hundreds. So a lot happening in the world cricket. As uh, apart from the Asia Cup, it's going to be fun to see how teams line up. What do you guys have to say as far as the other teams are concerned in their preparation to the World Cup? One thing I have to say is that only one or two guys are stepping up in the team. Mm-hmm. Temba Bahuma played, and no one else really yeah, came man. into the picture. And look at Temba Manas Labushin coming late in the day when yeah. it was six down and scoring an 80 with Ashton Agar closing to 50, and it's Devon yeah. Conway. Everyone thought that oh, wow, England. England's going to take the game away but he has come into the picture and ever since he has come into the picture like New Zealand fortunes have turned away and it's, even with uh, Manas it's that Rocket, time of the year for the black caps <laughs> oh yes world cup year and black caps they have a great history man black caps are always underdogs in the world cup and whenever it's the world cup time they'll they'll be the first one they'll be the first team to qualify for semi finals and also uh, manas lawson and uh, concussion there is some relationship between both of it there is a huge chemistry happening over there it's not the first time it's the second time like you know he was given a second opportunity there 
in uh, life game a second chance when steve smith got concussed and here in odis he was dropped from the squad and again he was given a chance and 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 it it might it might happen again steve smith nursing a wrist injury it's going to be crucial it's going to be touch and go for him and manas labushin right right when steve smith is injured and nursing an injury he scored a match winning 80 and he he, he has time he has like three or four games in south africa he has games in india and if he scores really big runs he's going to replace some or the other person in the 15 man squad yeah it's going to be as you said manas and him as a substitute batsman for concussion it's going to be is is a it's a love story for the ages i think true, we can rightfully say you know a cat has nine lives so does manas labushin <laughs> <laughs> given the amount of drop catches and given the chances that he's coming into the team and scoring runs it's been you know you, there's nothing to put it there like it's amazing to see something like this yeah i think manas is one of those batsmen if you drop him he'll definitely make you pay you should never drop a manas labushin catch because he'll always cause when you drop catch uh it's unlikely that he's going to go on, go out on a low score after he's getting dropped early on in his innings he's one player that he'll definitely make you pay if someone is dropping manas labushin in the upcoming world cup then we can still remind of hershel gibbs doing that to steve walk or mark walk i don't exactly remember one of the other brothers but let's hope that's not that's not going to happen and we are going to witness some amazing world cup coming up yes man yeah, really excited really excited uh, really excited to for the world cup and for the game tomorrow and uh, hopefully you know we'll be we'll be served with some entertainment tomorrow one last statement that i would like to pass on behalf of indian cricket fans to rahul dravid is that do not do experimentation in the coming game he has been an excellent experimenting professor till date but let's see that he's not going to change anything else and let's see what yeah. rohit sharma has got in the tour he's doing it and like we have no, been waiting for this clash sorry texter's laboratory remember texter's laboratory is doing it similar rahul dravid is better than texter <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right guys so as we wrap up this episode from the asia cup to high voltage clash between india and pakistan and a glimpse into the upcoming 2023 world cup it's been an amazing journey through the sport we all love so remember to stay tuned for more exciting cricketing content in the future until next time keep your passion for cricket alive and may your favorite team win on the field so thank you for joining us cheers